Okay, but yeah, so Kapler, you're probably, uh, when it comes to the Discord, I always have this thing in mind of like, we have the people who've grown and shown themselves like musically and shown their talents and stuff in the Discord. You're probably the rare case of the yeah. person who's come from outside and like been a part of the Discord and already established. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know how I managed to really end up in the Discord, to be honest with you. I, I, I still don't remember the day that I, I joined it. Um, <laughs> how did you uh, join yeah, like, I'm, I'm not sure, man. I think I just came across it, like, by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, watching a stream. I think I might have, I must have been watching, like, a stream or, like, a YouTube video or something mm-hmm. that spoke about the beat battles. And I was like, what is that? Like, I've never done a beat battle before in my life. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. And then the first, like that was the first one that I did, and I won it. And then, um, yeah, I just got involved with the Discord through that. And just the the amount of people that are in there, like the amount of talented people, is just crazy. So it's like, yeah, it's 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 such a great place to meet other musicians and stuff. But yeah, it kind of I don't really feel that different though. Like when I'm talking to people, I already in my head I already think that people are like well on the track to be an established artist anyway. Just purely on a talent level so like mm-hmm. i don't really think about that that kind of stuff so your connection and like the way you found the community it wasn't through how most people say where like they're a fan of kenny to begin with and then they joined the community you, yeah, like, well, you I, just I stumbled upon fan. it yeah yeah like i was i was a fan of kenny but i had, I, I didn't even have discord so i didn't even know what discord was mm-hmm. um at, at that time were you a part of any other communities when it came to like specific artists or specific genres anything like that no not really i've i've always i've always kind of just been like working within like the music industry session world where mm-hmm. like you kind of work with artists that are up and coming but they have already been chosen by labels and stuff so kind of like the genre is like kind of it varies from genre to genre but it seems like everyone in here is either like a hip-hop head or like into left field music or like something along those lines so it's like bang mm-hmm. up my street because that's what i listen to mm-hmm. but yeah I was, I was like a fan of kenny anyway um just this production and stuff but i had no idea that he even had a community until mm-hmm. i just stumbled across it but it's it's been it's been like really really great it's been one of the best things that has gone on in my music career for a while now because it just feels super super fresh and like mm-hmm. everyone in here really willing to kind of try new stuff and work and collaborate and that's not always possible in like the real music industry Mm -hmm. a lot of it is like very shut off like i could you know write the sickest beat in the world but i'm not there's no way that i'm gonna get it to fucking like i don't know the weekend or something it's just impossible but if you play that beat in here everyone's like fuck it i want to work on that like (laughs) other people that are just like yeah let's let's do something fun like and that makes that's why i started writing music in the first place is to like collaborate with people mm-hmm. and to yeah. that and to that if we can pivot to like because you said the session world and the music industry where did that begin for you um i was in a band when i was like 18 <laughs> and the band did okay we kind of like got assigned to a record label and stuff um and then we the band split up and then i started doing session guitar playing for people 
and kind of working in studios, like assisting, because I wanted to be, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to be at the time because I really hated music after my band split up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to work in a studio. I also wanted to kind of do like a and Ring. Um, I was just a bit in between things, but I started playing um, session guitar for like a couple of artists and then ended up um, helping them write some songs. And then from that, I kind of got like interest from managers and things like that because mm-hmm. the songs were getting released. So they wanted to know who was part of the writing behind it. And then from there, I just kind of got like a publishing deal from that really, mm-hmm. which is like super lucky. I just kind of fell into that as well. Mm-hmm. And for sure, but that transition from just being, or not just being, but being the session guitarist at the studio to actually participating participating in writing songs yeah that transition when it comes to like an artist coming in and then asking you for advice um shit i don't know really um you just kind of like hang around with people so you go in there to like at the start i was going in just to re like record um guitar lines that they already had or or whatever or like they've re- asked me to remake something that was from a sample or something like that mm-hmm. um and then you just kind of like stick around and you end up chatting to them and then before you know it like they want you to come back because you you know you're a cool person or whatever and like mm-hmm. got a good vibe and before you know it you're like writing the, the songs with them but i don't really know how to write. writing yeah that was like my first time writing for anyone except mm-hmm. for myself Mm-hmm. And it like I I love that way more than writing songs to myself. And at that time, because you said you had a band, were you directly influenced by anything at that time? Um, really shit indie music, probably. Re- really shit indie music. Yeah, just really crap <laughs> shit indie music that mm-hmm. I wouldn't be seen dead listening to now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we sucked. We sucked so bad. But fuck and it. Was, was that was that like? Did the band end and then there was like a break-off point when everyone was like doing their own thing or did you stick together? Yeah, um, we kind of like, we, we ended on like quite bad terms. Um, so we were like best friends from high school or whatever. So we, we have stayed in contact, but I think only one other person is doing music now. We kind of just, they kind of just went off their own ways doing whatever. So you go off to this session guitarist, then start writing, then start getting more involved in production. Mm. At what point do you go like, oh, I should start focusing on making maybe my own songs or getting artists on my songs instead of writing for others? Um, I guess, I guess, well, I've never really been a producer until like the past three or four years. I was just like kind of writing with another producer so the other the other guy in the room would be producing it and i'd be helping to like write the chords or the melody or or whatever i was just like the music guy um but then as soon as i got the publishing deal i kind of realized that i needed to like up my game in terms of if i have all these songs like they sound like absolute dog shit because i was like recording them on garage band or whatever like all these little loops and shit and it just sounded terrible i was like there's no there's no one's gonna touch these anyway like the ideas might be incredible but like they just sound crap they sound like they're recorded on an iphone so i put in loads of loads of effort in like upping my production game um yeah like years and years and years of it um 
and it's uh, I feel I feel like it's only just got to a point recently where I'm like okay I can I think I can call myself a producer mm-hmm. rather than like a beat maker or melody maker or did, so did the, the publishing deal did that put maybe motivation or did it put pressure on you uh, yeah a bit of both because I realized that I was I wasn't really ready to 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 get into that world at the time. I, I was still trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, it did. It did feel like quite a lot of pressure because, um, yeah, there's a lot of talented people like who are who had been doing it for a lot longer than me, um, and I was supposed to be like going up against them if if you want to like put it that way. Mm. Uh, I just I just wasn't really at that standard. So I probably needed like a couple more years of like basically what a lot of people are doing in the Discord right now, like figuring out people to work with, figuring out their sound, figuring out like how to actually make shit, like talking about plugins and whatever. Mm-hmm. I probably needed that like back then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty steep learning curve, but like mm-hmm. I work better under like a lot of pressure. And at that time, were you in-house or were you going to different studios or was it specifically to the label you were signed to? Um, no, it was kind of just like whoever, whoever, really. That Like, that's the thing. You can sign to a certain publisher or a certain label, but at the end of the day, like, no one's off limits. Like, they want you working with as many people as, as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about a publishing deal. I, I, I think... A lot of people don't get the difference between being signed to a label, getting a publishing deal, or getting maybe a management deal only. Could you maybe break those down? Yeah, well, a management management deal is obviously actual manager, and they're in charge of your your day-to-day, like, decisions, um, your day-to-day getting you sessions, um, trying to hype you up to people, basically, and sorting out a lot of admin, because there's a lot of, like, emails to be replied to and all that kind of crap. Um, a publisher so basically a publishing deal is, is they just concentrate so they give you an amount of money um, to basically buy half of your rights to all of your songwriting credits so they have an invested interest in you to want to get you to write as many fucking songs as possible mm-hmm. for like four years mm-hmm. um, to make the money back um, and they don't care like where that comes from they don't care like what label that person's on it that doesn't matter um and obviously you can have a publishing deal and a and a label deal a record deal and the record deal is just for if you're an artist and you're actually releasing songs um and that is a little bit more sometimes the labels don't want you working with certain if you're if you're a signed artist some labels don't want you working with certain um certain oh, what's the word companies producers yeah musicians. certain companies like writers and stuff so like mm. it, it can get a bit funny like that but mainly in the publishing world they just want you as busy as possible at that time would you say that getting a publishing deal was the right move or did did you want to maybe stay working and stay grinding for a little little bit more yeah i wish now looking back on it i, I wish that i'd grinded a bit more mm. um but at the time i was so fucking broke so i just needed the I needed the cash really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, looking back on it, I wish I wish I never took that took that deal. Now I wish mm-hmm. I had like, sorry, I, I, I wish I had like a Discord like this to kind of mm-hmm. meet people and shit like mm-hmm. six years ago. But, I, I, yeah, I always yeah. see like when when it, when people talk about oh I want to get signed or I want to get the, the specific like 
achievements when it comes to like the financial aspect of music and i'm always looking at it and being like there's always a yeah, lot of I mean, work you need to put in before yeah. that even becomes worth it yeah for sure and also like you don't just want to be another number on exactly. on, their, on their publishing roster or on their like label roster because if you're going to take three years to develop in there's people that i know that are still on signed to a record deal they've not even released one single and like they're still developing them in the studio they're still like getting them to write songs sorting out their image mm -hmm. that's taken like four years like and they haven't earned a single penny since mm -hmm. the day that they signed that deal and it's just like we could have done this without being in that deal mm -hmm. like or just like the label should have waited to sign that person until they were ready but um personally i wish i'd waited a little bit longer because at the time, I was pretty young still, so mm. I was kind of naive, and I was really broke, and I just thought, fuck it, like, this is everything, this is everything I've been working for. Mm. And then looking back, you're like, you start to realise that um, just because you've got your foot in the door doesn't mean, like, fuck all, basically. Mm. You need to still be sick at what you do. And that takes time, that takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And going back to maybe that part of personally, at that point when you signed, when you started working on music, was there any personal goals you had in mind for the music I, you wanted to make or was it just focused on, I need to make money right now? That was pretty much my main motivation at the time because I was completely broke. So I really did need the cash. Mm -hmm. um, but from like a personal standpoint, I thought like I'd made it almost. I thought like, oh, I'm going to be working with like fucking Drake, like all this kind of shit. And they kind of sell it to you like that as well. Mm -hmm. And like the reality is you're just like some 21 year old from London. Drake's not going to fucking touch you with like a barge pole. But they kind of sell you the dream of that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, my personal ambitions at the time were just to like stay in this career for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still kind of doing it now. So I must be doing something right from then. But I've <laughs> I've definitely got better since since that day, definitely. For sure. And when you were doing all of these things and you were basically, were you like scouring the internet for like genres or ideas or tips and tricks and stuff like that to improve? Well, at the time I was making pop music. So that was like, it's, I, it's, it, it is so paint by numbers. It's just insane. Mm -hmm. And the artists that I was working with all sounded the same. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I had... I could basically just sleepwalk through the session, like not even trying. I was just kind of just. This is there. There is almost like a rule book on how to write pop music if you're like a signed songwriter. Mm -hmm. uh, like, there's a certain group of sounds that are used in every single track. There's a certain synth that is mainly used in every track. Same bass sound, and it just. Yeah, I I I only did pop music because that's what they wanted me to do, but. I didn't listen to it or enjoy it. So, so when that, on all of those in the back of your in the back of your head, did you go like at the, at some point I'm gonna put my own spin on this, or I'm gonna try and suggest like maybe we change this certain? Yeah, things. I would definitely try. I would definitely try every single time. I try, um, but the artists just don't want to because mm -hmm. uh, they just they're just worried about what people think of it mm -hmm. more than anything. And like. Lots of the artists that are already signed to labels and they're developing them or whatever, they're very um, set in their ways of like the label wants this. Like, there's like if I don't do what the label tells me, like 
gonna fucking drop me and it's like well you're not making the best music you possibly can if you're thinking that i think there definitely needs to be more artists who take more chances mm-hmm. and maybe sure. shifting from being in in the studio with specific artists given to you have you shifted to working now to more like independent artists or finding people in the discord yeah. or stuff like that well, like, yeah i found so many artists in the discord like even you like you there's keegan there's marv there's so many fucking artists who are like so many sick artists that i'm like you guys are gonna blow up way harder than the people that i was working with trust me mm. like and um, do, you, do you see the benefit of working independent or even just working outside of the industry bubble yeah like totally like but like all you guys are really open to really creative ideas or you are putting your own ideas on the table for someone like me to kind of do my thing with like that's pretty rare that doesn't really happen in, in recording sessions um so yeah it's, it's been it's honestly been sick I, mm-hmm. it's been really really like refreshing mm-hmm. and really empowering as well because you're kind of like fuck i am i'm trying new stuff and it sounds cool and this is how the next wave of music might sound or whatever and mm-hmm. i can try it with you guys and you guys can try it with me or like whatever i just think that's like a sick way to work for sure sure and now now this part of the interview is sort of when i wanted to like shift from like the past and the struggles and the the shit you went through that you might not have been so happy about to right now how do you feel about your music how do you feel about the industry you're working with the people you're working with have you seen like an improvement or do you feel you're still sort of in a mental state of oh i'm in a box to some extent um no like i'd say over the past two years i've definitely tried to work on more um like hip-hop stuff and like left field stuff i've really like i've been way happier um yeah i just i love pop music sometimes but i couldn't make it anymore um yeah i've definitely felt more and and because i've shifted to something that um i enjoy writing i've noticed that um my writing's got better and i'm taking more chances and my production's getting better along with it um yeah yeah (laughs) from from basically from seeing the discord have you picked up on any like any like abnormalities or any parts of the discord that you may have gone like oh people produce like this or people collaborate in this way have you picked up on anything uh yeah i've noticed that a lot of people see collaboration as like a way to profit um which i've i wasn't really that aware of like wasn't really that aware of like charging for collabs and stuff wait people do um, that people do that yeah apparently <laughs> I don't know why the fuck they do that. Like, um, oh God. I've just noticed that everyone everyone in here is like, except for the people that I've kind of worked with already, a lot of people were like, oh, do I need to charge? Do you do, do, you do like, are you charging me? And I was like, what mm. the fuck? Like, that's I, th- I think that's the, that's the sort of like growing up phase of like getting into a community like this, especially with music when like, every artist is available to you you don't know what to ask anymore yeah for sure for sure um but yeah like a lot of the people that um have been working together are definitely like on the up so it's only going to help everyone involved if you're just kind of working together on stuff i think i honestly i honestly think that there's going to be so many people blowing up from um 
from the Discord. I just think it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah I, I see the same. I, I, I really think like it's been seven months right now with basically constant collaboration, constant inspiration, constant assistant, assistance from like Kenny, from people like you coming in chat, Preems, Keegan, of course, and yeah. everyone just being here and like, if when you see everyone share their work every day, it yeah. becomes like a really special thing of like, oh, there's there's something happening here and I, I want to be a part of it. And you like, like, that's why I made like 20 songs in like two weeks and stuff like that. So hey, no, you no. you like... need to like see that opportunity. You need to go, this is energy I have to take on right now. That's exactly it. Like, I think it's more just the energy is just right. And everyone who is working together, I can imagine everyone in one room, like having a fucking great time. Like, there's just really good people with, like, super good energies. I, I don't know anyone who's, like, said no to someone. Mm -hmm. um, even if they don't necessarily, like, fuck with them that much, they're like, fuck it, I want to try it. I'm going to gonna do it. And, like, if it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just the community vibe is just so strong. And I honestly think that you cannot get this many people in one place who are that talented without people blowing up. It's just... Even even DVR is you know he potentially signing to XL. It's like that's just one leak. I think that's literally a leak because he signed to Blood Company. Oh shit! Fuck. Oh, he signed to yeah. Blood Company, but for sure, I mean, like again to what you said, like people are already blowing up and getting these achievements from the industry standpoint. Uh, yeah, and I feel, I feel like everyone's on the same wave, and everyone realizes like that what reason that they're here for is to work with other people, and like. Also make like friends with people who will basically be there for them if they ever have a question or whatever. I think that's just super cool. I'm just so down with that vibe. For sure. I, I even think like when you just go community and you go like, there's a giant group of people in here who, I mean, criticism exists, of course, because it's necessary, yeah. but there's no negativity at no, all. No. I, feel like, I feel like if anyone's got like, something to say about someone's song they'll say it but they'll it's coming from a good place it's not coming from a place of like jealousy or you know just to take someone down i don't think i don't I, i've never personally seen well i've seen maybe a couple of people say it mm. but they've swiftly been dealt with i think it's because yeah. like it's sort of the thing of like like artist empathy to some extent like you know what this person went through to make the song or what they had to like grow or become or learn to make a song or a beat or anything like from yeah. an artistic perspective so you can't really like talk down on it it's always like this is yeah. good this is good you could have done this better it's never yeah, this yeah. is bad and as well like it's kind of like when i'm in the discord i actually forget the kenny beats discord part like <laughs> i, I it, it's got to the point now where like i i don't actually think about kenny when i think about the discord i think about kenny when it comes to the streams for sure same. um it's just kind of got to the point where like there's so many people who aren't even a fan of him in there like just because so they've just people. heard about like they've just heard about this place where you can pick get like sound kits and in whatever like people to work with like samples like post up your songs for feedback and basically it's like it's like having a group of like friends in one place who your music 
and dig everyone else's music as well. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're talking to your own friends about your own music, they're like, yeah, whatever, like it's fucking shit. Like, mm-hmm. or like they don't really understand or whatever. So it's, it's good to have a place where everyone's on the same wavelength. I, I, like, love that, I love that quote from the last stream, the the part of your friends aren't your fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like your, your, friends, your friends can say so much shit about you. Mm. And um, like kind of forget what you're actually, what you actually do for your job. Mm-hmm. And like, you no, know, some people just don't like certain types of music. So mm-hmm. in this place, there's all these people who like the same type of music or very similar types of music. So they have like a pretty good opinion on things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, I think it's like the best resource for like producers on the internet. I honestly do. And as a resource, what have you picked up on any specific things, or has there been a moment where you like learned about a plugin or? Yeah, yeah well, like, obviously, obviously through the Kenny stream, been watching because I'm a fan and I'm just interested. I like stick it on if I'm like cooking or something. Um, but then through him, I found out about Alex Dumay, who I wasn't that familiar with. I knew the name, but I kind of wasn't really like that. I didn't really follow him on any socials or anything. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, through his streams, I've learned so, so much. Like, stuff that I would think, like, I would know. Mm-hmm. Then I'm watching someone else do it, like, ten times better, and I'm like, fuck, okay, I, I can, like, write that down mm-hmm. and try that on my next track or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just like YouTube, but on, on steroids. <laughs> it, it is, it is. It. It is. Like, it's like, but imagine all the YouTube stuff that you've watched that literally is such crap you're like this is like i've just wasted six minutes of my time on something that you've just done wrong but this is like on people who actually know what they're talking about you're watching them curated it's curated i love it yeah exactly Uh, It's, it's crazy it's crazy seeing an environment like this where there's constant work constant like collaboration stuff like that has that also changed maybe how you make music Right now. Yeah, for sure. I was definitely lazy when it comes to making music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably because I wasn't having that much fun. Um, it kind of gets yeah. boring, like just mm-hmm. going to sessions every day mm-hmm. and the same type of people, or kind of just having the same like mute, like industry outlook on things. And it's like, I think like a lot of artists go into sessions with like a preconceived idea of what they want anyway. So you're just there to fucking listen to them and kind of do exactly what they want rather than like just try something new or whatever. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's definitely and seeing everyone do well in like the beat battles and do well, like getting shout outs and the server versus server stuff. And like even people just saying like, good morning when you just go into the discord, it's, it makes me like feel good about making music for the day or mm. just really pumped to like come up with some ideas because I'm like, these people w- would want to hear it when I'm finished with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been like a breath of fresh air like from, from the minute I started talking to everyone. Mm. There's always this weird feeling when you realize that in the end, no matter what you make, someone wants to hear it. Yeah, for sure. It's always sure. this like really good feeling of like, oh, my work is being maybe not like over exaggerated but it's being appreciated to some extent like when i yeah. post someone is going to listen and they're going to give their honest opinion on it and i'm sure like you've noticed like yourself there's 
people that are now following your music because they're seeing you around the Discord or, you know, seeing your Twitch or whatever. Like, must be, must be loads of people like that following you now. Yeah, for sure. It's... And even when you're just chatting shit in there, like, they know who you are now and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the thought of, like, everyone who's following me on social media, following me on Twitch, following me on Spotify, every, like, everything like that. Yeah. It's Discord people. But yeah. to me, that doesn't feel like it's just my friend. It feels like, oh, these people actually care about what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel sure. like it's a forced thing anymore. It's, it's like, oh, all these people streaming my song, they they actually like it. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're they're fans of yours because they've seen how it's grown. They've seen how it's it's like your day one fucking fans. Exactly. Like this is how it used to be <laughs> when people <laughs> actually put in work when they were trying to be an artist. Like this is essentially what they were doing, but in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like loads of artists now don't put in the effort when it comes to getting a fan base. Like, I know you say this, that it's just Discord people or whatever, but those guys will be on your side for forever now. Like, that's that, that those are proper fans. And then you just, you build yourself up from that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of artists forget that. They're like, no, it's just about Instagram numbers or Twitter numbers or whatever. I try, and I try to discourage people from looking at numbers every time. Yeah, it's just they it means nothing like that that person could like your your picture but they will never listen to one of your songs ever again mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything so like these guys who are in here all the time like promoting the artists that are in here like mm-hmm. that is i can't even tell you how important that is yeah and especially when you have a week like this because this week Uya's dropping keegan's dropping sean's dropping neff is dropping a bunch yeah. of people are dropping them it's it's almost like or like the fan club that's like spamming links and stuff like that. It's because we we know these people and we're like, it happened. The song is out. This song is out. Yeah, yeah. This album is out. Keegan's album is out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And usually half the time you've heard the fucking song before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you've already heard it. Like they've been leaking it or something. They've been or, making it in front of you. You've been seeing yeah, the production yeah. and the vocals and yeah. all that. It's just cool to like see it go on like a proper platform where other people it feels like people when they release it it's like yeah like the world can see what we've like all been seeing mm-hmm. kind of like we're getting like the previews mm-hmm. that, that's that's what i love about whenever someone posts anything in the discord even in even in sh- sound show or even in sub chat it's always like am i getting like a world's first at something that's going to be amazing or giant yeah Cause- well yeah exactly like like Every time I hear Uya's stuff and and you as well, because your voice is like super poppy. Mm-hmm. It like it feels like radio ready. Do you know what I mean? Your voice is quite mm-hmm. it's a bit like posty. It's a bit like quite quite a few artists that you've got the tone of. Where it's like fuck. If I heard that on the radio, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blink twice. Like mm-hmm. it sounds like it should be on the radio. And I love when I when I hear and see people like that in the Discord, where you hear their music and it's like this sound this doesn't sound like it's your first attempt it sounds like you've been through like the the loops of like recording doing everything you're 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 a seasoned musician is that a word exactly like there's there's you Uya, who i think have really really strong like radio voices um and every time i hear something i'm like yeah it sounds like a single like it's that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. 
And then Marv, who just sounds like a better, better version of like Cesar. Um, then you've got Keegan, who's just got like an amazing voice and is a really good songwriter. And you've got rappers like fucking uh, Junior, who's like a sick rapper who was on the first Server versus Server EP. Mm. I honestly think it's like he, if he had the right song, he would just blow up. Like sick voice, and I just I, there's too many people. Like I can't even think of mm-hmm. names off the top of my head, but yeah, there's just so many people where I'm like. If you just carry on doing this, if you just carry on writing and using the producers and songwriters and stuff, people that are in here, like, then you put it out when it's all done, like, it's going to be so strong. Like, Marv especially, um, like, she was on the fucking VMAs, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hasn't even released a fucking song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mental. I just, just get more and more shocked the more but i shouldn't really be shocked because i know it's gonna happen but yeah it's 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 basically a pressure cooker at some point it's gonna be like everyone is gonna drop and it's gonna be amazing and everyone's gonna go like this happened in subchat what's going on (laughs) there's gonna be like a genius thing about it i'm convinced (laughs) this is gonna be a genius i'm I'm convinced there will be like a like mini 10 minute documentary on this discord and twitch and whatever there's gonna be some some kid on YouTube going like, I was a part of the Kenny Beats yeah, Discord exactly. in 2018 and stuff or 2020. Exactly, and like you know we've got the Discord legends. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of Discord legends, because you are a Discord legend and OG <laughs> when it comes to SVS, especially I was a part of SVS, the second SVS, but you were a part of the first one, yeah. and the roster, the artist list for that one. It, it's like reading like an all-star game when you read over oh. when you read over it's junior keegan corson everyone who's right now who we all look to as like these are the certified people all of all of you guys were like in one group at one point yeah, it was strange how that came about because we didn't really know so basically luke who's the mod on here um he just kind of it was kind of just like you got to bear in mind this was like month one of I think it was like month one of like the discord yeah I, I was there I, was, I saw it happen it was yeah, like crazy I think, I think I was only there for like two weeks before this happened what? Um, and then like um he would kind of just put this group together I think you were in there as well weren't you you were, you were in the group I wasn't in the group but I was in chat yeah yeah you definitely were because I remember um yeah, and they were just kind of putting together this thing. I don't really know what it was, how it was even explained, but basically they said, like, yeah, there's this, like, server versus server thing. And I just thought from a personal standpoint, I was like, yeah, cool. I get to what That was the first time that I properly collaborated with anyone um, on the Discord because it wasn't really happening before that. Like, people were working together, but it was kind of just, like, one, one time or, like, yeah. one or two. Yeah, sure. And then I think as soon as, like people saw like the server versus server thing that's when like the collaborations just went crazy <laughs> um, but like for the better because everyone's like fuck like everyone should be working with each other like yeah. look at what they like, when, when you see an end result like that it's it becomes apparent like oh this isn't just like a jokey server where you drop your shitty exactly. hook exactly. and stuff like that about, like beat battles it's about like being there for other producers and being there for other artists and working together yeah. 
SVS um, right now. Speak on that from the perspective of someone who's been in in sessions, who's been in writer groups, who's been in stuff like that, where you've basically been on the industry side. Speak on that from the perspective of, oh, now you're doing this basically on your free time or on your own volition. Um, it's basically just the same. It's basically the same. So you just, well, the, the first thing was about the server versus server thing was like, no one did any work for about the first two weeks. I don't think anyone decided on the chat. And then I think it got to about a week before the actual deadline for the songs and stuff. And everyone was like, okay, like, yeah, maybe we should make something. That's so I was just works. like, yeah, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to drop this instrumental in here. Like, you guys go fucking ham on it. I don't care who goes on it. Was it socially um, distant, please? Yeah, it was actually. It oh was. And I was you know, like, oh shit, he's actually putting like a pretty good song into this. Maybe we should actually <laughs> actually write something. Um, so yeah, that that happened, but it's not that dissimilar to the to the real world writing sessions for an artist. It's kind of just like you're kind of playing loads of ideas, and then they like mm -hmm. one, and you kind of help them craft it from there. Maybe going over that right now, when you said in the in the industry side versus like what happens in the Discord. For someone who's in the Discord right now, who's like doing music, and they 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 constantly have that thought of like, oh, I, I want to get to a studio and stuff like that, or I want to get to a label. What parts of the Discord already have like similarities to industry work? Um, what do you mean, like writing with people? Writing with people, collaborating with people. What what parts do people don't know? Like they're already getting experience in. Um, just talking to artists and like them explaining a vision and you giving them an instrumental that is their vision um or just kind of talking to them about stems or talking to them about you know, vocal takes and stuff like that it's not like working in a studio environment isn't that different you've just got really good equipment around you um even saying that like on the server versus server, I recorded my vocals on the iPhone and they still sounded great. Um, and I didn't have any speakers at that point because that was when coronavirus just, like the whole pandemic just kicked off and all my stuff was at the studio. So I wasn't, I, I was at home the whole time, wasn't allowed to go to the studio. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even have any headphones, I just mixed it all on my laptop. Mm -hmm. So I guess kind of like there's nothing stopping anyone in the discord from making sick music mm -hmm. and they could be learning from just people saying no to them as well mm -hmm. because that happens a lot like and i see certain people in the discord where it's like why don't you, why don't you put me on this track like why don't you do that and it's just like well this is the real world and there's people who the people who are making music too and maybe some people need to learn that if anything so we, we covered we covered past we covered right now what you've been doing in the discord what you've been doing in music future right now if you want to look at it i know covid's a whole situation stuff like that but future lotus capo where do you want to see yourself when it comes to like, uh, production when it comes to collaboration even goals uh, right now oh my goals i definitely want to work on um a song that goes it's a plaque I think that would be my next. Mm -hmm. I would be, that would be like my career goal right now. Mm -hmm. I want to work on a track that goes like that goes big, rather than just working on tracks that do well. Mm -hmm. um, 
that doesn't necessarily mean with like the biggest artists in the world, but I just want someone's song that I've been involved with to take off really, really big. Um, personally, I just want to keep working. I just want to keep being busy and working with, keep working on the Discord stuff and keep working on real life artist stuff. Um, I think if coronavirus stopped tomorrow, I I wouldn't I wouldn't stop working with the Discord or whatever, or because that was essentially why this was happening at the time, and that was why Kenny was doing streams and stuff because you know people were fucking like stuck indoors essentially or whatever. I kind of remember that being around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of why it took off so much because so many people were like not going out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, long-term goals is probably just keep working with you guys in the Discord, keep keep finding like sick artists, um, keep building relationships with you guys that are already in there, and just keep writing great songs with you guys. And that's the same in the real life industry part of my world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, just keep writing like sick music. That's all I want to do. I just want to k- carry on being super creative and carry on writing good music. I'm happy. Like and hopefully, if one or two of those things become pretty pretty big, then that's like my proper career bonus goal. For sure. sure. Okay. okay, I have two questions left, and then I have oh, no, and then no, I have a little days. I have a little game, a little game I want to try out. But yeah, okay, cool. right now, because you've been basically you have this perspective that I really appreciate you for sharing. First of all, I'm I'm glad you want to talk about your industry times. And even right now in studio sessions and all that stuff. Yeah. Right now, when you've been through all of those things, what advice has like stuck by you when it comes to making music? Mm. Literally don't overthink shit. That is like the best saying. It's and it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best advice I've ever been given. Um Shit, you, that's really you can change you can change it from the experience you learned the most from experience i've learned the most from uh experience i've definitely learned the most from was and i found out that someone st- stole like one of my beats and released it and then the only way i heard about it was because it was on the radio um yeah that was that was like one of the worst life lessons ever um, and basically the life lesson is don't fucking trust anyone and make sure that you've got everything like all your business sorted before you even like exit the fucking studio. <laughs> like if you're, if you're, if you're giving out a sample or something, make sure you fucking name your sample or put your name on it, put your contact details on it or whatever, or make sure your manager is knows that you're, that you've sent that or whatever it is, but just make sure that you're, that you don't, you're not naive and don't put too much trust in people who are eventually going to fuck you over. Mm-hmm. Hey, that sounds so cynical, but... No, no, it's, it's, it's the honest perspective. Just trust your... Just just only trust yourself, really. Mm-hmm. Only trust yourself. For sure. Also, trust, like, if you think something's good, I've definitely learned over, over time that people have given me some really crap advice when it comes to, like, my music choices or my sound choices and stuff. And made songs worse or whatever like a manager might pipe in and be like oh you should try like you know a different bass it's not sounding right but if you think it sounds good then other people think it sounds good and, and that guy's you know 
advice is fucking irrelevant. So just always trust your instincts when it comes to music because that is the best way to make music. Mm. Okay, Capo, last question and then I want to try out my little game. Imagine right now some kid in chill chat, he's he just joined the server, he's he's spamming his shitty beats every day. Nothing's working for him, nothing's improving. Yeah. What should he basically keep in mind when he wants to say fuck this music shit? Um definitely don't say fuck this music shit because you've obviously got to improve. Um I don't know, maybe, like, I think people like that need to take a step back and be like, have I put in 10,000 hours before I'm fucking, you know, to act like I'm the fucking bee's knees. If they haven't, then there's a lot of time. Like, you will never stop getting better. So, and also people like that probably need to maybe realise that criticism is can be constructive. And take it on board and not everyone is out here to say your beat the fucking shit and, you know stop bots stop fucking posting it i i'd rather someone took on a bit of criticism that i gave them and came back like a day later with a beat that was 10 percent better than the, the beat that they posted because you will eventually get the point where you're making great stuff all the time and it is a, it is like it is a long process getting good at making beats and even just understanding how music is written and is put together, because sometimes a lot of people just, I do it all the time. I like throw 10,000 ideas at a song. It just sounds crazy muddy and you know, I've, I've overcooked the fucking the soup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of maybe take, take, if someone was spamming chill chat and sending beats all the time, just stop putting beats on there. Like, spend a few hours a day making beats a few hours a day watching youtube or tutorials or whatever or alex Tume or kenny or whoever the fuck it is watch them learn from them and then the next day try to like implement those ideas and you'll definitely notice yourself getting there mm-hmm. and also stop spamming your fucking beats <laughs> I, I think the advice i always give is uh, nothing you make is supposed to be released yeah exactly That's something you should keep in mind it's Exactly. Whatever you make right now, especially right now, if you're in the Discord, all all the stuff you're making is, I hope, in a folder that you can look back at in like four years and go like, oh fuck, I was trash. That's that's, yeah, my, yeah. that's my thing about it. It's like never delete anything. You don't have to put everything out. If I will send you like something that I made like eight years ago, and it can just... I play it on the show? Yeah, you can play it on the show. Oh my god! And like. I'll place I'll, and I'll send you something that I made yesterday. And Ooh, like that's, that's good. That's good. That's a good one, and it will it will literally show you how much effort I've had to put in to. And like everyone does, everyone has to put in that effort if they want to be good at something. It doesn't just come naturally. Like even Kenny says on the stream, like he's not naturally talented. He had to work it. Everyone who works in music has to work it. Mm. One can have a bit of talent to start with, but in the end talent isn't as isn't as good as like determination and passion for something mm-hmm. that was that was great that was amazing all those questions we got through it we got to a good conclusion at the end i want to try something right now which uh it came it came to me a couple of a couple of hours before we started recording this right now 
Especially for producers when they come in, I always I, I love the idea of Pensado's place having batter's box. All right, sweet. So I want to have a drum roll right now. Lotus yeah. Capo, this is your this is your batter's box. I am going to give you a question, a word, a person from the Discord. You're going to have to respond immediately. Oh, what? So, so okay. So, have to give either one of those or all of those. You, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a person, a question. I'm going to say a question, give you maybe a word, give okay. you a person from the Discord. First thing that comes to mind. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Loops. Uh, splice. Corson. <laughs> Streets pay him. <laughs> Favorite microphone. Um. Uh. Fuck. Um. The C one thousand. Favorite synth plugin. Synth plugin. Um. Arturia Mini. EQ. Uh. Pro Q three. DAW. The Logic. Keegan. <laughs> Absolute baller. Creams. I'm a Puerto Rican prince. <laughs> Kenny. Bald. <laughs> BPM. Uh, 150. Bass. Heavy. <laughs> Guitars. Useless. Minor or major key? Minor. Auto-tune? Essential. <laughs> Live drums or program drums? Tomato, tomato. Compressors? Overused. Luff? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Least expensive piece of gear, piece of, piece of a plug-in sample that you used on a song? Um, a teacup. A, tea, a teacup. Goddamn, okay, we got through it. Wait, wait, last one. Uh, the Discord. Legendary. 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 That's how we finish this. Legendary. That was great. Legendary. This was amazing. I hope you can get me those two tracks so I can play them on the yeah. show. Do you have any preference for a song from the Discord that you want to be played after your interview? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, and you, I think, I think I've got it. I really want um where is it? This one. Oh fuck, I can't send it. Um it's day one, whoever that is. Wait, that's me. <laughs> oh, is that you? <laughs> that's that me. You? Wu, that's me, Wulong, Ian Crumsley from Gold's Reaver. Yeah, okay, well that one. I like that one. I'll play that one. I'll play that one. Actually, can you play another one? Well, can you play iCarly or whatever it was? <laughs> That's me and Sabi. Hey, yeah, can you play that one? That, that I got you. I got you. iCarly, day one, team two represent, SVS team two represent. This was an amazing interview. Lotus, thank you so much for doing this. This is going to help a bunch of people. A lot of people are going to look at this, listen back to this. Yeah, this was amazing. Like, And also, if anyone, if anyone is out there who just wants to chat about anything. I'm always in the Discord and DM me or whatever. I always reply to people.